0: A welcome to all of you who are gathering with us today for worship. It is good to be together across our time and our space and our place. Today, we are going to be remembering All Saints Day, which was on November 1st, and it is the day that we celebrate and remember all of those who have died, and we pay, pay particular remembrance to those in our community who have died within the past year. But of course, it it says All Saints Day, and so it is indeed for all of the saints. As you are getting ready to worship today, I would encourage you to find a candle and to light it. Feel free to pause this while you go and find a candle and light it. Um, But as you light a candle in honor and remembrance of all of the saints, and to keep in mind those who have been Witnesses to the faith and good examples of the faith of Jesus to you in your life. We begin with a litany for the remembrance of the saints. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world. We are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, both here on earth and in the heavens. Praise the Lord for their faithfulness. Praise the Lord for their lives. Praise the Lord whose cross has turned sinners into saints. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Behold the Lamb, Jesus Christ, whose blood has washed our stained robes into brilliant white. Alleluia. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. When we were baptized in Christ Jesus, we were baptized into his death. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. When we were baptized into Christ Jesus, we were born anew to a living hope. By water and the word, we were made children of God. In baptism, God forgives us all our sins and unites us to the church, which is the community of saints on earth. Let us pray. Almighty God, gracious Lord, we thank you that your Holy Spirit renews the church in every age. Pour out your Holy Spirit on your faithful people. Keep them steadfast in your word. Protect and comfort them in times of trial. Defend them against all enemies of the gospel and bestow on the church your saving peace, through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. These saints who have joined the church triumphant are remembered today, and there will be bells in church on Sunday that toll over their names, that toll the joys of Jesus' triumph over death. As you hear the names, let us give thanks to God for their lives. For Camilla Christine Barnes, Carol Ann Block, Alfred Cassad, Sharon Cassad, Jerry Coates, Ronald Dorman, Carolyn Eggleston, Lisa Elias, Ray Flamong, Bill Goddard Jr., James Goddard, Ken Grau, Sally Holst, Mark Hughes, Armin Johansson, Grace Johnson, Larry Kelly, Neil Mason, Jack Maynard, Bev Mente, Joe Mente, Earl Pate, June Peterson, Arthur Pingle, Hazel Richards, Paul Rock, Berniel Tutti-Steinus, Herb Turner, Clara Wilhelm, Doris Whitmore, Reg Witt, Yvonne Sis youngers When we were baptized into Christ Jesus, we were baptized into his death so that as he was raised from the dead, we too might live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Let us pray. God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for freeing your children from the power of sin and for raising us up to new life. Bless all saints living and dead as we seek to live in the light of your grace and bring us one day to the full joy of your salvation in Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lamb is our shepherd who leads us to springs of the water of life. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, through water and the Spirit, you have made us your own. As you have brought us to new life, daily increase in us the gifts of your grace the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, grant us your grace so that we can follow in faith where you have led the way, so that at length we may fall asleep peacefully in you and wake into your likeness. To you, the author and giver of all life, be all honor and glory now and forever. Amen. When we were baptized into Christ Jesus, we were born anew to a living hope. We await the day when our Lord will return, when heaven will come down to earth and there will be no more tears. In the new Jerusalem, there will be no need of sun or moon, for the glory of God will be its light. Before the Lamb is a multitude from every nation, and they worship God day and night. Surely he is coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit your people together in one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Grant us grace to follow your blessed saints in lives of faith and commitment and to know the inexpressible joys that you have prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And this is the holy gospel according to Luke the 6th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, "Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. "'Woe to you who are laughing, now for you will mourn and weep. "'Woe to you when all speak well of you, "'for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. "'But I say to you that, listen, love your enemies, "'do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, "'pray for those who abuse you. "'If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also.' And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So All Saints Day, or... Sunday, depending on how the calendar falls, is one of my favorite Sundays of the church year. It's one of my favorites because it is one of the days where as the church, we really do something different from what the world tells us we should do. And I think it is one of the days where we are church at its very best. Because in general, Society does not want us to talk about death or grief or to spend too much time remembering and acknowledging that people have died. The world tries to convince us that grief and celebrations of life stop at the funeral and that everything else will just return to as it was before, return back to normal. But for those of us who have had someone that they love die, which is almost all of us, we know that nothing could be further from the truth. We do not stop grieving or celebrating the life of someone we love just because the funeral is finished. It continues, often in less public ways, but it is always there. Even as time goes on and the pain is not quite as close to the surface, it never fully goes away. And therefore there is no such thing as life returning back to normal. Life has been changed forever once that person died. And on All Saints as the church, we look at what the world has told us about grief and death, and then we say and do otherwise. We acknowledge all of those who have died, and we celebrate their lives even while it hurts to do so. And we do pay special attention to those who have died in the last year, this still is a day to remember and celebrate all who have died because each of us hold in our memories others who have died that we did not name aloud. And today we show the world that death is still worth being sad about even after the funeral has finished, that the dead are still worth celebrating no matter how long they have been gone. We acknowledge that someday we too, will be a saint who is remembered and celebrated by others on all saints. And we do this because we trust that in and through Jesus, death does not have the final say over any of our lives. In and through Jesus, we are defiantly hopeful that while death is bitterly painful, it is not the end of the story. And we still share in community with the dead, because we are united together with all of those we love and the whole body of Christ in life and in death through Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit in our baptisms. Part of the community we share in with the dead is that we look to them as examples of faith while we all still live out our own lives of faith here on earth. And now this does not mean we have to glorify or put people on a pedestal to the point of thinking that those we love have never done anything wrong in their lives. I do think doing so actually does them a disservice. But rather, we can look to them as examples in our faith for who they truly were. They are people who were both sinners and saints. They did good things and they did bad things but they are immeasurably loved and redeemed by God in Jesus Christ. And so as we move into our story from Luke today, I would like to invite you to think about somebody that you particularly remember this All Saints Sunday. And for me, that person is my mom. And so I'd like you to think of that person, to just take a moment here, So, to think of them and then kind of hold them just off to the side a little bit in your brain here. And so, from the Gospel today, we hear Luke's version of the Beatitudes. And Beatitudes is just another way to say blessing. And then, following that, is the naming of whom is, following the naming of whomever is blessed, comes the naming of who will experience well. And the blessings and the woes that Jesus names go against our understandings of who should be blessed and who should be experiencing woe. Jesus calls the poor, the lonely, and the hungry blessed, while speaking of the woes to the rich, the full, and the happy, finally ending with, Do to others as you would have them do to you. Most everything about that seems to be the opposite of what we think about blessings and woes. And it is very odd when we think about it in an individualistic sense, it would be rather cruel to walk up to someone who is poor or hungry or experiencing intense grief and tell them that they are actually really, really blessed without doing anything to alleviate their suffering. And likewise, it would be unkind to say to someone who is rich or has plenty of resources or who is experiencing joy that because of those things, they are utterly written off, cut off from the rest of God's love. And so I wonder what would happen if we think about these blessings and these woes in a communal sense. What might happen if we stopped thinking about them as either-or categories that we can use to sort people by, but instead we thought of these blessings and woes not as fixed stations of someone's lives, of our lives, but as something a little more fluid, something that is more cyclical. If we thought about how sometimes we are, have been, and probably will be again, someone who is poor or hungry or experiencing intense grief, And at the same time, we are, have been, and probably will be again, someone who is financially secure, has resources with which to eat, and knows deep joy. So what if the blessings and woes are not fixed identities, but rather identities that we and all people experience in different ways and at different points throughout our lives? And so when Jesus says, do to others as you would have them do to you, it's not a punishment or an admonishment, but it is something that happens naturally because we've known what it is like to be lacking and to receive. And we also know what it is like to have and to give. And we know how God's love and grace in Jesus shows up in all of those realities. So let's bring to the front of Our minds, that person that I had you recall a few moments ago for All Saints Day. Dear friends, this life of loving others as Jesus has loved us is very hard. But God has given us the gift of the community of the saints in Jesus to encourage us along the way. So how did that person you are remembering traverse that cycle of blessings and woes? As I think of my mom today, I am reminded of her generosity. She was quick to give to those who had less and was the best kind of friend a person could have. One who would listen when you wanted someone to listen to and one who would easily make you laugh when you wanted to laugh. She showed up as the presence of God for so many people in her life that way. And I am reminded of the way she sometimes very begrudgingly asked for help or support when she was so sick and down and how she then got to experience the presence of God coming to her in the form of others in that way. And through her example of faith, I am encouraged to be a generous person even when it feels unwise to be generous, because being the presence of God for someone else is more important. And through her example of faith, I am encouraged to let go of my pride and to allow others to be the presence of God to me in my life. So how does the person you remember today encourage you in all of this by their example of faith? Dearest friends, as we navigate again today both grief and celebration for all of those who have died, we are drawn to Jesus' cross, because without the cross, we cannot have this All Saints Day. Jesus' cross unites us with each other across time and place, and even across life and death, In Jesus' cross, God took up ultimate solidarity with humans, with you, and knows more deeply than we can imagine the pain of death and promises to be with you. To be with you when you grieve and to be with you when you die. And in raising Jesus from the dead, God knows more deeply than we can imagine the freedom and abundant life that comes when we trust and have faith that death is not the final word. And God gives you that gift of freedom and abundant life in Jesus Christ daily. Each year on All Saints, the church concretely reminds us as believers and followers of Jesus that death is not the final word. It is not the final word on the lives of the people we named in remembrance today. It is not the final word on the lives of people we remember who have died years ago. And it will not be the final word on your life. The final word on all lives, on your life, is beloved of God in Jesus Christ. Amen. We will sing together the hymn for all the saints. And as always, I invite you to sing along uh, as you know the words. and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. And we go in peace to share the good news. Thanks be to God.